Hey there, Reject Nation. John here. Just wanted to quickly welcome you to our Miss Marvel Season 1 Episode 2 reaction, review, breakdown, and recap. This episode is called Crushed, and we are once again joined by our good friend Koi Jandro, and I wanted to thank all you guys for uh, being so supportive and receptive to our newest series over on the channel, Koi's Comic Corner. There's audio up here on the podcast as well, but uh, yeah, we're, we're real excited to have more of Koi here at Reject HQ, and uh, even more excited that you guys are excited, so... Uh, thank you all for just the warm welcome to that. And uh, yeah, if you want to join us for Miss Marvel, uh, the reaction highlights are over on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Real Rejects. Or if you have your own copy, you want to sync up and get the full experience, come on over to our Patreon page, patreon.com slash The Real Rejects. Uh, yeah, this was uh, this show has been a, a blast so far. And, and despite all the weird controversy about how it's airing alongside Obi-Wan, uh, I, I, I hope people are liking it because I've been very much enjoying it. And uh, I think we have a, a good discussion ahead. So without further ado, let's hop to it. They are related? Wowie. Remember when you Googled and the name popped up and I went, oh no, because it taught me way too much. That was the moment. Oh, really? Yeah, that's a big character from like a recent arc. They did it way early. Oh, I'm sorry to Google. Google telling me names. IMDb. Wait, so they are related? In a way. And he's another character too. He's not just that character. My main concerns. <laughs> like, were they related? Were they all hating on each other <laughs> as cousins? I don't care about spoilers. I saw some hand holding. No, yes. Hey, hey, no. she was into him and he seemed into her. I mean, he said they travel a lot. It sounded like they had something to do with, you know, shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> they were up to some shenanigans. I thought it was just like real estate problems. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he stays up. Who stays dad hole? Now we wait for a post credit scene. They might be here, guys. I took my headphones off last time. I was foolish. You're supposed to be the Marvel guy. You're supposed to know when there's post credit scenes. I'm sorry that was ruined for you. It was just. So you saw a twist coming? Yeah. Because I read the comics like a fool. That's your fault, man. Yeah. Stupid no post credit wow, scene. You're not real, Marvel. They? Why'd we wait? You're not real MCU. Yeah, real MCU? MCU would give us a bunch of stuff in the credits. Department of Damage Control is recruiting Avengers, the dark ones. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they should cut to Spider-Man no, no Way Home. That's what they're doing. I'm with pretty the, sure that's what's happening. The dark Avengers are getting formed by the girl from Seinfeld. All right, guys. I don't have time for Corey's jokes anymore. <laughs> Let's talk about this seriously. All right, well, I'm sure... John and Coy have a lot of thoughts, and I have thoughts too. But before we go into those thoughts, if you want to feel like a superhero, <laughs> you should listen to a word from our sponsor today. Thank you to Athletic Greens for partnering up with us this month. With a schedule as wild as ours, it's tough to stay on top of proper diet and nutrition. Luckily, Athletic Greens AG1 formula makes your daily nutrition simple, delicious, and convenient. Get bigger. Just one scoop contains 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and a whole bunch of more. Which supports gut health, nervous, and immune systems. Energy, focus. Plus, on a serious note, AG1 is lifestyle friendly. I'm actually allergic to dairy, so any shake I ever have has to be dairy free. So, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, or gluten free, it's a good fit. Plus, it's completely natural. No harmful chemicals or GMOs. And for my sake, it helps improve my sleep quality and mental clarity, which is always a boost. It helps improve my gut health. I like to poop. And I like saving money. And what's great about Athletic Greens is you're 
subscription only costs about $3 a day. That's double what I paid John. And it comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, and all of that is way cheaper than trying to get all these supplements individually. So head on over to athleticgreens.com slash rejects to start your AG1 lifestyle today. No, seriously, thank you, Athletic Greens. You guys, uh, that, that stuff, that stuff really has been very, you've been drinking it too lately. Don, I subscribed. Did you? Myself. <laughs> I need I to say, try this stuff. I'm saying when it's done. You have sold on it. When we're, when we're done with our partnership, Athletic Greens, I am no longer drinking. No, I'm actually. <laughs> I like their stuff a lot. Yeah, it's a big help. I, I, I genuinely talk about energy. it. I built it into my day. Yeah. I saw me before it. we filmed. I actually could pay attention today. Look at you. I'm often tired, lethargic, and in need of more athletic greens. Well, maybe don't eat Taco Bell before you show up. You know what happens? <laughs> Save when that you live next for to the a weekend. Taco Bell. There's tons of greens in it. Fresca. Well, I do actually get the Fresca. Guys, we need a focus. Corey gets paid by the second. By the second. The second here. It's not brought to you by Taco Bell. John, why don't you go first? I enjoyed this continuing, developing installment of the story. Uh, this feels like a very natural progression. Certain of the Marvel TV series feel more smooth than others, and thus far this feels like a very smooth feed from first episode into the second episode. I really do feel like I'm watching a movie progress in installments in a lot of ways, and I very much appreciate that. And I mean, here, it kind of did what I was hoping last time, where it, it seems like we're diving closer and closer into her past and her heritage and where those powers are tied to that. We're obviously setting up to the greater world stakes of what the DODC is able to do in interfering and regulating and containing what Kamala is up to. And uh, yeah, just, I've been loving the growth of the characters and the way that they're able to balance out, you know, the on the ground level stuff like with Nakia running for... Um, you know, for for a uh, uh, mosque board and all that stuff, and everything feels proportionate, and everything feels alive, and yeah, it doesn't feel like the big Marvely stuff is competing with the story stuff. Yo, John, I totally agree with you on everything. I think you said. <laughs> um, <laughs> what really dawned on me this time? Have you, have you seen the movie Turning Red? I have I enjoyed it? Have you seen Turning Red? I have not, but They're I'll watch it along with you on Patreon when Disney I do. Fan, that's yeah. Why. This, How many this, fandoms do I have to be 100% dedicated them, John, to? All of them, All of them. Have you been on the internet? There are a lot of qualities of this that are kind of like turning red. Yeah, I, I also think it's a really useful way of telling uh, a unique story in a familiar way, like we said in the first episode, but that kind of escalated here, much like turning red. Yes. Also, like with the family history, the lineage, the par the parentals, like there's a lot that feels very similar in terms of, except with the whole, like, you know, she doesn't turn into a big panda here. Or I, does she? Does she? We'll see, guys. We saw that thing with the nose. She might become a panda in the end. Yeah, a big cosmic panda. Synergy. This is why I, I usually lead these, because I have the smart things. I mean, the guy, top of the, the review. My brain I mean, has like, an extra wrinkle. People are usually like, there's no point in you they just the stop others watching. Being here. They just <laughs> stop That's watching. Greg's takes that we need to hear. What I find very fascinating about the quality of this show, a lot of the times they'll start implementing heritage, cultures, other qualities. And a lot of times that feels like backdrop or secondary. Both of these episodes, the high school quality, the heritage, the culture, all those things that usually feel secondary are so primary that I'll forget that, oh yeah, this is a superhero show. They come in so much later in both of these episodes. The first episode thought, okay, all right. So we set it all up. We got that crazy ending. Cool. Now let's go gung-ho superhero. Not really. <laughs> like you do some of the training, which kind of felt like Shazam a little bit. Yeah, that's some Shazam. 
Hey, so Jim, 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 Are you guys referring to DC's Captain Marvel? Oh, that's ironic. I like that. Nicely done. Nicely done. Because Captain Marvel was Shazam. I mean, because Shazam was named Captain Marvel, but then there was legal issues where they couldn't use the name Captain Marvel. But then at the end of the day, technically, he's still called Captain Marvel, even though Miss Marvel and you know Captain Marvel of the one she admires is also the same name as the Shazam character of which we're referring. This guy is so aware he gets paid by the minute. Shazam <laughs> was the word I was trying to say. I was trying to speed up, but then Greg gave me crap, so I was trying to be helpful. But no, no, since he interrupted, I had to explain Time the joke that it. was very nicely done. Shazamming. 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 Shazamalamadingdong. What's woke? This whole thing about Shazamming Captain Marvel. I didn't know what to be mad about. No, you're not. You don't want to be mad. It was a legal issue when they both had two characters. But both not named. a woke thing. So not I a woke thing. I don't have to it's be It's a enraged. money both thing. Both a male character a and a female thing. character are both named Captain Marvel. So not woke. I don't need to do big eyes, red. Really upset. You need to turn red? You know. Are you turning red? <laughs> like a comic skate person? <laughs> I just need to know what to be outraged about. That's, uh, just pick something and, and go, and, point. and someone will the join. The color in. of that computer screen. <laughs> yeah. I think faint outrage would really help us blow up. That's how we guys. get there, guys. We haven't trended in two years. <laughs> Marvel forcing this female perspective on me. Man, oh man, is there a girl? One out of thirty-seven properties is MCU. Now that uh, we've had four women as leads out of thirty-seven films, they're clearly adjusting for half the population, roughly fifty-two percent. There's only one white guy and he's just a friend and he has extraordinary smarts but, he, but frankly but it's demoralizing not and emasculating the white man look you guys go way off topic too much and i'm sorry for setting you up to be off topic you've given us we this need platform to get back on the tracks people here we go i agree with you john <laughs> it does it does feel like because this is not the most cinematic of them all in terms of Although there's an argument to be made for that, I would say. I think it's more cinematic than a lot of them because it's so stylized and the quality of the imagery. And they and the way they implement the effects of being... Because this show does such a good job at thrusting you into her perspective. That's when they go all like wackadoodle-doo with the visuals that I think are so beautiful to look at. And, and times... I like when they like sneak up on you when you don't see the visuals. Like, like, like the bed was so... Bed. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was one of my so favorites. Good. That was so pretty. So, and so it also perfect. feels like a comic book because a lot of times True. the comic book imagery... Like Scott Pilgrim, it comes out of nowhere or it's really subtly in there but this has so many frames that are existing simultaneously that it feels like a comic book frame where you can add in some onomatopoeia some descriptive dialogue some because you can't have a text sound in a comic book because it's a page so Very i love true. that they have this imagery that feels like it's right from the books i think this is a, a pretty solid show so far sometimes i do find myself a bit craving a look maybe because i've been conditioned I do wonder that about myself. I'm so used to like, we're sitting down here. We're going to watch a superhero show. So sometimes I expect a little bit more of that superhero umph. I don't really know if that's a problem for me or if that's just my preconceived notions about thinking we're last left off. So we're probably going to go gung-ho superhero because I'm actually enjoying it when I when I forget about that. And then I get lost in, you know, like the storyline of uh, uh, what was her name? In the, was it, the isn't, isn't it Nakia? I don't know. You're more likely well, to know than me. Because I, I don't know if I'm getting confused with Black Panther's Nokia, but I thought that was... It is, but I don't know how it's pronounced because I've only ever read it, but it's spelled 
N-I-K-I-A, I believe. You know, okay. Oh, it's a microphone. Here we are. Is this me to use this? <laughs> yeah. Would you like Going me to use this Nick microphone? Nikia for now. Nikia yeah. for now. <laughs> that storyline I find really fascinating. And and it seems like they're really going to tie it all together, though. It is still going to be like the superhero show because clearly all this stuff that the mom is kind of clued in on about mystical past and whatever and why it seems to be a bit of this thing where she's so d dismayed by the th concept of superheroes. It mm -hmm. seems so tied in and personal. to... Yeah, it seems so tied into wherever her pain stems from, and you and getting this. Uh, what is the word? Uh, the not what the p word. What was it? The pair. Uh, the, the, when they're talking about the past, the, the pair. Oh, the partition. 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 The partition. Thank you, John. Thank you, John, for being the word guy. I got some words. More than us. <laughs> I got some. You want, you want some thoughts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be the be the thought guy. What, what, what's going on there at the end without spoiling too? Without much spoiling too much, because we we were looking up the cast, and there's a character which we met this episode who is many things in the comic books, and I will say without giving away too much, he's not just the person we've met. He is also another character who I really enjoy from the comic books and I do believe if they go with the storyline I think they're taking this on which is a more recent arc there's going to be a twist on the twist we just got things aren't as they seem even in the uh, like there's a right. the double agent situation perhaps being unfolded I'm, I'm trying not to give anything away so people aren't like ah spoilers for reading the comics but there is an opportunity for us to have a a twist on the twist with a dual identity of this other guy if they do that but what I think the show one of the things I'm finding the strength of is where we had the Falcon Winter Soldier show kind of being a backdoor pilot for the Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts, whichever way they take it. We had, you know, a darker Captain America. We had, you know, the, the assembly that brought us a new Black Widow, those things. This very much feels like they're going to use the DODC to kind of radicalize the champions, aka, and I think the Young Avengers. So in the comics, you've got two different teams. There's the New Avengers as well as the Dark Avengers. There's also the Dark Avengers as well as the Thunderbolts. And those both separately could exist, but with movies and things, you don't want to confuse the audience. So I do, I do think they're going to kind of bring these chunks of characters together into one unit. Like I was saying last episode, uh, champions are very important in street level, but I do think they're going to kind of make the Young Avengers and the champions into one thing. I think they're going to kind of summarize up that world. So I do think while we're getting one team of adult Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts, we're also getting a radicalized, more politicized, more street level team of kids that are going to have a lot to come from. Because if you look at what just happened to Wanda's kids, if they get those powers, that's going to be hugely important. We've also got Kate Bishop, who's been when like, you know, organized crime. She's going to be like street level, but, you know, going through these things. We've met like seven of these children who've all gone through these traumatic events. And now Kamala's going through it with a legal side. So I do think we're gearing up towards a team of younger child Avengers who have all been through trauma, but also are going to be having to fight the man itself. Like we're going to be fighting the government. They're going to be at to fighting law. And I think that's where we're going to get the She-Hulk and Daredevils and such that I was alluding to last week, but more as a team, I could see an entire like Young Avengers movie be about like, you know, their civil war. And it looks like we're going there with the DODC. Can kids be heroes? Can is that someone under, well, basically is like, that what you're getting at? legally, yeah. the question is like, who's at fault if you're 15 or 16 and you cause damage? Okay. Like think about it. They're the department of damage control. You can't sue a child or you sue the parent. Is the parent, if they don't know at fault, is it evil legally acceptable for someone to be, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's so many random of a child putting on a mask. Does a child have rights at a point? Like, does a child have the ability to use those powers? And I do think long-term, I don't think it's going to lead directly into, but I do think that's going to lead to the world that hates and fears this, fears them that gets us X-Men. Because right now, everyone loves heroes. Everyone looks, I mean, there's an Avengers con. We need there to be a point where it makes sense that some heroes are hated and feared. And I think the Dark Avengers is going to go the adult X-Men route. But I do think planting the legal seeds with the champions and young Avengers gives us both paths to X-Men. 
Yeah, you know, I, I could see some of that subtle shades here. What's the DODC? What's, what's his Department uh, of Damage Control? No, Those, no, no. no. Uh, what, what's the guy's name? Don't remember. Yeah, honestly, remember, remember he's, he's, he's not direct from the comics, to be honest. Just seems like he has a stick up his ass all the time. You I mean, know what just I mean? trying to hunt down kids. <laughs> he's just, like, just hates kids. Every time he interrogates, this guy hates kids. He's like, you're the worst person ever, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talks. I, I you know what sucks? It. You. I love it. <laughs> Having them in there, Department of Damage Control, and then also. Even the way how she is with her powers, because uh, already he's like, you guys are doing some messed up things to yeah. the influencer wannabe chick. And then Zoe is her name? Zoe. And then at the end there, even with the little boy, just like theorizing here along with what you're bringing up, even with the little boy uh, who uh, Kamala saves, clearly she slipped up, but from their perspective, they're all like, why did she do that? Yeah, and he hurt his he up. hurt his ankle. Like yeah. he, his ankle is damaged now. So she like hurt this boy. So it's looked like this person's not good or this person shouldn't be a hero or this person shouldn't be doing this. Um, so yeah, I think what you're at least talking about, there seems to be some shades that seem to allude to such a thing. John, I've got a question for you. Yes, sir. As I pitch the ball to you. I'm here. And I'm getting ready for you to. I got my mitt. Swing away, Meryl. That's or a I got my bat. Reference. <laughs> that is a deep. I was gonna say we're talking about twists on twists done. on twists. When are we gonna get a Shyamalan directed episode when all the twists come? I mean, Woods. he almost played Doctor Strange. Joaquin. Oh, Shyamalan. Okay. I was like Shyamalan. Shyamalan. He almost played Doctor Strange. Weirdest director cameo. When I don't like I that. Doctor Strange. <laughs> Written and directed by me, starring me. Who is your favorite character outside of Kamala Khan? Oh, that's a tough question. Probably the dad. <laughs> Abu is great. Abu is delightful. I like uh, Naki a lot, and I like that they gave them a really solid. I think that was this episode. <laughs> they gave them a really solid, you know, female friendship, like a real intimate mm. moment of friendship and of them just conferring about, like, how do you do it? How do you make all this growth and this weirdness look easy? And I think their bond together is something really nice and special. I like that it seems like they are paying attention to that storyline where she's running for mosque board. I like her a lot. I, I think she's great. And I like what those characters, what she does for Kamala, what she brings out of Kamala and what she represents for the show as a whole. Uh, and just the kind of conversations that come up through her. So I think uh, that's probably my second favorite character so far. Bruno for you. Uh, you know, I love Bruno mainly because he <laughs> is flirty like me, as we discussed last week. Yeah. Uh, and white. And white. No, uh, I really like, uh, how did they pronounce his name? Because, I, again, I always read it. The, the dude in the car, the cool guy, the new guy. Cameron. Cameron. I just yeah, wanted to get like it that. right as John I could. Cameron. Uh, I, I don't know if I love him because of uh, what I think they're doing or, if, you know what I mean? Like, there's a thing that I think they're doing, and if they do it, it's They are awesome. having fun watching you wriggle right now oh, because dude, they like, know that you know, but maybe you don't and know. And I'm trying not to, I'm trying to not be the guy, but, like, at the same time, if they do what I think they're going to do, there's a reason the accent switch. There's a reason reason uh he is a hyphen in his credit there's 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 if they do what they're doing it's a really fun way to manipulate the story in a, in a way that we haven't seen in a lot of superhero properties and he's really like fun and charming without it feeling lecherous which i think we is might nice. need a koi's comic corner <laughs> before episode three <laughs> comes out also, we could do a, how we might get Dark Avengers, Thunderbolts, and Young Avengers champions leading up to X-Men and all that thing. What a great, a, efficient title. I'm just Start a board. Happy. Start slash, a board slash, of all slash, these. Slash, slash. Keywords title. Dark Avengers and champions and Young Avengers and go. Do you have a Marvel question? It's the next week's topic on Koi's Comic Whatever Corner. Whatever you guys want. 
no shortage <laughs> but I, of possibilities. I really like how many organizations we're getting. Like we're getting like the DODC feels very established. We've got that, you know, the different parts of the world are getting more fleshed out than just shield, especially since shield's been dismantled. It's kind of like rumbling back and things. It's because the first, you know, three phases were kind of just Hydra versus shield and bad guys. This is uh, there's a lot more layers to the world, especially the shows. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's so many things happening. Because if you think about it right now, they, they just had Hawkeye take on the, the tracksuit mafia, which felt like it was down the street, which is fun. We've got all the things happening with the TVA and Loki, which is another organization. We've got all the things happening in the movies with like the magic groups and those organizations. We've also got the ideals of the Celestials, thanks to the Eternals and those greater cosmic organizations. And then we've also got like the reality of what we're dealing with in like the street level heroes, fighting villains that we haven't even met yet, plus all the time variants authority stuff interacting with the small global. It's going to be crazy. And I do think we're leading towards basically like Moon Knight-esque uh, blade characters that are going to lead the occult thanks to the stu stuff that just happened with Scarlet Witch. So like lots of tea. It's like a comic book. And then we also have Evangeline Lily being anti-vax. And that's a problem for all of us. They should make a team out of all the actors in the MCU who are anti-vax <laughs> and who definitely have not affected any of their productions. Not a one. You know what not I? One. You know what I also appreciated here was the amount of Kingo callouts. Oh man! I, every time it was said, I was film I career a chuckle. Yeah, that's good, right. good shiz. Nice little Bollywood he, toss. Because he, he was like, he, uh, funny, Bollywood I heard like, I like Kingo Senior, and the they were they now and they're like, they have no idea that it's the same guy. <laughs> it's the same <laughs> dude, yeah. And they were like, oh, how could you even like, it's like all Kamel Johnny. So, so genius. I did like the, I do like Bruno a lot. I feel, I, I feel like he's a really solid character. Felt like I wasn't allowed to say so. Why? <laughs> you no, like, he's like great. Because he's white. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you, would, spot, you would like him. Spot. You would like him despite all the evidence of good acting work and some, some and decent he's so writing. He's charming and he's actually very good at playing the guy in the chair but still being likable. I like that he's a guy in the chair and he's so supportive and is like genuinely like never, never does the cliche of he's not the dude from my big fat Greek wedding. Right. He's not. Who's like, well, this is all kind of weird and wacky to me. He, he's genuinely he has a vested interest in everything around him. And he's he's he, um, he there's, there's a lot of admiration and respect and wants to understand in, in a way that feels very genuine and natural. And I feel like that's how you do supportive white guy. And you know how in sometimes when you like a character too much, you got to worry about him. I'm not saying he's going to die, but I'm not saying you shouldn't worry about him. You think Bruno's going to die? I think Bruno's got some. Bruno's not going to die. I didn't say he's going to die. I'm just, no saying, I'm just gonna, saying I'm worried about him. No one's going to die in this show. I'm just saying I'm worried. <laughs> about Everyone's going to live twice. <laughs> so I'm just saying happen. I'm worried about him. I mean, I am a little bit worried about Bruno, but I don't know. I, Where's I, this I'm mostly for Bruno coming from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Mostly, I just appreciate, too, that it doesn't... I feel like the whole thing where he clearly has either is very protective of her or is just straight crushing on her. I like that the way they've played that too because while it's not like the most revolutionary take on that, I feel like they've played it in a way that is remarkably un annoying and rote. The like that's something that could very easily become like a ah oh, come on dude. Like this is kind of an annoying it's a plot cliche line. archetype without being played cliche. Like yeah. it's, it's a it's a thing we've seen before but he's doing it naturalistically. Yeah, he makes a good ducky. Yeah, so yeah. a lot to say yeah. about the white guy. 
you know what? I'm just like, saying you know he's what? the minority in this show. It makes me laugh because I know that you both get in your heads about the white guy. Thing. I'm just it's aware. So, it just makes me laugh so much, and I'm like, it's not a big deal. Just put the pressure on us. Just put the pressure on us, Greg. Here we are. All right. Can I just come out and say that, that he's my favorite he's character? The best part of the show. And I don't really care about any of this other shit. Also, we could get out of Kamala's life and into his life. Bruno. Can we also but, uh, get I wanna, Bruno the bracelet? I want to. <laughs> I want to acknowledge the world for a second, though. The music is such a beautiful way to tie you into like the feeling of being in a different world because like a lot of the Marvel shows they use scores they use they don't really have soundtracks that I would like listen to like whereas this is a lot of stuff that feels like you can just like actually I'd, I'd play the Miss Marvel soundtrack which I don't say about the other shows well, really a lot of the times like what sounds like R&B music to me whatever whatever, young, kids whatever are to nowadays. twerps these days are listening to the, the rap music but, it, but, it, so but it, it's not. No, it's not. It's the same thing. Rhythm and blues it's and either rap. country, classic rock, or rap. <laughs> All right. The pop music Three landscape at this moment in time pretty much encompasses <laughs> R&B like and hip hop. Radio stations. <laughs> country, not country, R&B. <laughs> That's this is basically it's, what pop music is right now. Yeah, those yeah, three things. What you're talking about, Coy? You don't understand anything. You only like MGK. Uh, <laughs> so he's two genres <laughs> on his own. Excuse me, Colson Baker. I'm trying to say that what they do here is they have a lot of great soundtracks. Yeah, but a lot of times it's not American soundtracks too. Right. And I think that's it's cool to like get that familiarity, but something different for someone who is uninitiated. And a lot of the what I don't know the artists or what they're playing. But I'm like, I would put this stuff on. It's in similar ways how I feel a lot of people maybe discovered how K-pop has become such a mm. a crazy part of the world now that it's like I know so many people who are into K-pop who don't speak Korean and now listening to a lot of. Uh, the the music here, I'm getting that same effect of like, damn, I would just put this on and I have no idea what they're saying. Greg just said really what moving. I said while making fun of me. He what literally just took about? the immersive quality of my compliment about the music, but decided to make it about him making fun of me on the journey. Corey, you're so self-centered. <laughs> <laughs> I just and I have no idea what you said because I, uh, I was thinking about what I was gonna uh -huh. say. <laughs> yeah, here we are. Here I just appreciate that they gave the sweatshop boys a direct call out. <laughs> direct, direct call out. Direct call out. Like, yep. good, good for the sweatshop. Direct boys. call out. And MIA, I haven't heard in years used in pop culture, so I'm very excited what for MIA. Pineapple Express came that was out like, like six two months ago. years ago. <laughs> Brand new. Just hit dropped movie. a new song. Pineapple in fact, Express. MIA. I like the show a lot. It's in my upper half of the Marvel show so far. I I put it like I, obviously until it's done, we don't know how it's going to stick the landing, but it, I've been really impressed. Number one Marvel show. That white guilt's coming through you. You know, I said upper half. It's better than most <laughs> of the movies. Half. It's better than most of the, the comics. It's better than DC. It, frankly, it's better than the Batman. Miss Marvel, Dark Knight, No Way Home. Better than Alan Obviously. Moore's Watchmen comic book. Somehow I've taken Miss Marvel are. to be the one we're oh on the loosest boy. on this one. Here we are. Yeah, because we have the me and Koi have the most to make up for because <laughs> we're not only white but we're dudes. Yep. <laughs> we got all this struggle. Stuff. I'm the ethnic one. I'll You're play. like I'll be the dumb one. <laughs> You're over here being like, oh, I recognize parts of my experience. He's over here calling show. MIA R&B, and he's getting away with it. They Don't are. let him get away with it. MIA is a person. MIA watches this channel, <laughs> oh, yeah. all right? She's MIA like, I'm not is a big fan. Yeah, I love that song. That's <laughs> how it goes, right? And take your money. <laughs> Float like a butterfly, sing like a peanut. What's the damn lyrics? Yeah, it's actually a, a biographical <laughs> song about Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I forgot. 
The MIA M- covered that song. The M in MIA yeah, is Muhammad, like and the A is for Ali. Ali. It's Muhammad. Yeah. I am Ali. It's Muhammad Ali. I don't know what yeah. what she's saying in that song. Yep. All I want to do is cash register, and that's all I know. The lyrics are actually her saying what she's describing. All I want to do is noise, gun noise, gun noise, cash register. She basically wants to roll up, fire a few shots, and take your money. She yep. go rob you. Is you basically it's, it's a it's a joyous anthem of robbing yes. someone else while being Muhammad Ali. Susan Bones. Six stones of my fuck. Are you singing a Foo Fighters song now? <laughs> no. Remember that she'd say that in the song? Also the Piper Plane song? No, it's not Piper Plane. That's B.O.B. That's oh, the same shit. era. Airplane. That's the right Is era. Like a- Paper Plates came out about I'm the year sorry. before. Three categories of music, everyone. <laughs> Which aeronautical pop song are we drawing from people <laughs> paper planes paper airplanes planes, john denver songs Here's, this is you know what's great is that we we can have this conversation there's a lot of uh, very culturally <laughs> inspired pop music in the show Jefferson and that gives airplanes. us that gives us the chance to go dive into some of this music and find a new fixation or find a new song that we enjoy much like kamala's family shares their love of their adopted bon jovi Jersey music prince Jersey bon Prince, Jovi. Bonnie J. I loved hearing Bon Jovi referenced in the Marvel Cinematic Universe as Beyonce was in Absolutely. Doctor Strange. People are going to click on this video, man, like, wow, their video is an hour and a half. <laughs> like, they must have broken this down but to the T. Little did they know. <laughs> Easter eggs. They know. We're talking about Jefferson Airplane, <laughs> airplanes, and paper planes for quite some time. Mm-hmm. R&B, all of it. Guys, Athletic Greens keeps you sharp. Focus, <laughs> energetic, yeah. and ready. Unlock your inner superhero with a delicious helping. Over Look, seventy-five what, what delicious vitamins is, and minerals. You don't know this what the surrounding area looks like right now. What matters is I'm awake in spite of everything, and that's all thanks to Athletic Greens. And I'm still enjoying this show a lot. Uh, what's her name? Kamala Khan, actress. Uh, yeah. Come on, John. Iman, Come on, John. Iman 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 yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna meet her one day. Probably interview her and be like, "Hey, you're great." Yeah. That's the whole interview. It's gonna go well. I'm gonna bring up MIA being an R&B star. What'd you do to be great? (laughs) Do you like MIA's R&B album? And she'll be like, "Who are you, old man?" (laughs) Please do that direct thing. How'd you like MIA's latest (laughs) album? The new R&B record from the recording artist. Compact disc at the local Strawberries Music. Please. I'm 45 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a break, which you know, I've come a long way. I know your kids are, are, are neglected. We Just, need to go check on them. That's why he's moving. He's leaving them here. Oh, God. Yeah, they're awful. The worst. <laughs> Abandon your children at all costs. Anyway, guys, are you abandoned? Leave your thoughts down below. <laughs> this went off the rails a long time ago. We're going to go now. So I get paid by coming. the second. John, where are you going? Fucking down here. Shut up, Flev. Oh my god, Flev. Flev, shut him out. You are like a Romanian Miss Marvel, Flev. All right. You have the imagination and the enthusiasm. And if anybody is going to become somebody super duper in your part of the world, save the people of Romania from certain destruction and conventions gone awry. It's going to be you, buddy. You bring me such joy and wonder. But inside, I know there's. There's a yearning to unlock something deeper. You could do it, buddy. You could do it. Just pump it and ride it. And and everything, you just spit on it, Flev. Just spit on it. Lube it up, Flev. We love you. And uh, and stay well out there in the world, all right? Let's, let's.